Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 10th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose because I believe that we have to be intentional if we want to experience progress, especially in this season. This is a season 2021 where God is saying uh, that we, that he is already decreeing and declaring over us new levels, that we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. Why? Because he's already declared it. When God declares something, he's declaring it by grace. Grace is free, is unearned, is undeserved. God is saying from heaven, this is a season of new levels. There are doors open for you that no man can close. There are doors closed for you that no man can open. I want you to level up in this season. But as believers, if we want to experience what God has already provided, he provides the grace. We have to provide the faith. Faith is something you say. Faith is something you do. Faith is a a financial seed that you sow based on what God has already revealed. If we want to level up, we have to be intentional. So that said about being intentional, I said that we were going to pursue progress on purpose in five areas spiritually that we as born again believers, we are going to pursue progress, be intentional about it. Five areas. I'm saying spiritually, I already covered that. And and we looked at different things that we can do to level up in 2021 as it relates to our spiritual relationship with God. Number two, financially. And we looked at a bunch of things that we can do if we really want to level up in our finances. Number three, physically, that's kind of where we are right now. And I've been talking about health. I've been talking about healing today. We're going to talk about diet and exercise. And, and if you really want to level up in every area, you are going to have to be intentional about all of these things to include protecting your physical body. Number four, internally, we'll deal with that. Uh, as we transition from this point, we are really going to start dealing on what's going on on the inside, being healthy in your mind, having a prosperous soul, getting rest, getting sleep, being at peace. And then lastly, number five is externally as well. We have to level up our relationships, um, our social responsibilities, all of those kind of things. We're covering all of this just to lay a foundation for 2021. Really, we're in February and I'm still laying the foundation for the year. So the title of today's message is Progress on Purpose. Here's the title, Taking Care of the One Body You Were Given. You were given one body and you have to take care of this one body, the one body that you were given. I told you that as we look at physically, I was going to cover four things. Is health and wealth good or bad? I already answered that question. You should check out that message. Number two, healing is the will of the Father. Number three, God wants you to live long and strong. And now we finally got to number four. Here's some things that you can do to live long and strong. What are some of the things that I can do to be practical? You can maintain this body. What are some of the things that I can do to be practical? You can be a good steward over your physical body because you only get one. So what does this mean for you today? What does this mean for you today? I have two things. I'm going to just break up today's message into two parts. And as I cover these two things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. This is where I need you to rid your mind of all distractions. Two things. Number one, here we go. So number one, diet and exercise matter. Now, and and I'm not talking about, oh, well, you know, it's the beginning of the year. Everybody makes a new year's resolution. Yeah. I'm going to work out. I'm, you know, I'm going to go to the gym and all of that. And then 
by March, they stopped going, right? And so this is not like, oh, it's the beginning of the year. I'm going to get that, you know, right now I'm a size 14. I'm going to get up my size eight dress. Girl, I'm getting back in that size eight. And I put that size eight up in my bathroom and I believe and I receive. Listen, yeah, I got it. And I, all of that is good, right? Decreeing and declaring is good. But if you want to get in that size eight and you're a size 14 today, you have to do some stuff, right? I mean, so you diet and exercise matter. First Timothy four and eight, the Bible says, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promises both for this present life and for the world to come. And whenever I teach on that, most of the time I focus on the latter part of the scripture that talks about, listen, godliness is profitable for all things now and even in the life to come. But at the beginning of the verse, it says that physical training, Paul is saying that working out is of some value. Uh, another translation reads limited value. Another translation reads, it profits little. But here's my point. If it profits anything, you should do it, right? If it's even of limited value, you should do it because you need to take care of the one body that you have. One day, you're going to get a glorified body. I got it. One glad morning when this world is over, I'll fly away, right? And so when, one day, yeah, you'll be translated. You'll get a glorified body and you will forever be with the Lord and all of that. But for right now, you're in this world. And right now in this world, this is the one body you have and you have to take care of this body. You're only on this planet for a limited amount of time. And so, and you only get one body. So you get one chance at this thing. Don't mess it up. Sadly, some Christians, they neglect the one body that God gave them and then they fall sick or they get injured. And then they either, this is the cycle that I see. So they made poor decisions. They ate the wrong things. And they didn't, you know, maintain the body and they didn't exercise, none of that. And then they get sick or they get injured. And when that happens, I've seen this many times. Number one, they blame God. God, why did you let this do, uh, you, let this happen to me? And then number two, they come running to God for healing, right? So they got themselves into a mess and now they want God to get them out. But here's the thing. If even if you want God to get you out, you are going to have to change the way that you think about diet and exercise. I, I, I've said this before, but I remember being at the altar. I was praying. Uh, somebody came to me and said, hey, I need you to pray with me. I have uh, uh, surgery this week and, um, you know, I have high cholesterol. I'm having heart surgery, but I'm believing God to be healed. I'm be I believe and receive. I'm decreeing and declaring. I'm like, OK, look, my wife at the time, uh, you know, my wife is still a perioperative nurse, but at the time she was, you know, practicing. I said, my wife is a perioperative nurse. Uh, you know, I know a lot about surgeries. We pray for surgeries all the time. I can pray. Um, but he said, and you know, and I'm believing God for healing, you know, and all of this. I said, cool. But can I ask you a question? We were at the altar in church at the altar. And I'm like, dude, we're in church. Don't lie to me. What did you eat for breakfast? <laughs> and the guy saying he has high blood pressure, high cholesterol. And he was like, uh, what? I said, what did you eat for breakfast? And so he didn't want to tell me. And finally he was like, all right, well, yeah, I ate bacon. You know, I ate, you know, uh, a bunch of greasy stuff. He told me. And I said, okay, well, look, I'm cool with praying. Like I'm going to pray and I'm cool with praying for the surgery. We're going to pray for that. But you also need to seriously consider, you know, like if you want to be, if you want to live long and strong, you have to take care of the body that God gave you. Far too many believers cut their lives short because of the poor decisions that they make. In Leviticus chapter 11, and this is where somebody was asking me to add a little bit more flavor to this. In Leviticus chapter 11, if you go there, I don't have time to teach the whole chapter, but go to Leviticus, Leviticus 11 and please read the whole chapter. Matter of fact, you should read it from the easy to read version because it's easy, easy to read, right? And so anyway, go to Leviticus chapter 11 
easy to read version, read the whole chapter, but let me give you some highlights from this chapter. So in this chapter, the Bible is saying, the Lord is saying to his people, say, listen, hey, these are the things that you should eat. These are the things that you should not eat. I don't have time to go through all of it. So let me just, I'm not going to highlight the things that you should eat. I'm just going to highlight the do not eat list, right? So here's some things on the do not eat list. And and I'm going to, they were like broken up in four categories. So meat on the do not eat list. Here's some meat you should not eat. Camels, rock badgers, rabbits, and pigs. So the Bible says, the Lord is saying to his people, don't eat this stuff. Don't eat camels, don't eat rock badgers, don't eat rabbits, don't eat pigs. Right when I said that, look, I, I'm 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 guilty, right? I like bacon. I got it, you know, so I'm I'm there too. But right there, people are like, whoa, hey, Brother Pena, now you was cool when you was talking about this other stuff. Don't mess with my diet. Okay, I'm gonna just tell you what the Bible says. Number two on fish, it says, do not eat anything that um that doesn't have fins and scales. If it doesn't have fins, if it doesn't have scales, don't eat it. God says, eating such a creature will make you sick. Oh, snap. I just messed with everybody in the South with catfish. Catfish does not have fish uh, uh, scales. It's like, oh, Brother Pena, don't mess with my catfish. Okay, I'm just telling you what the Bible says, right? All right, birds. And there's more stuff in there. I'm just giving you a few highlights. Birds, don't eat eagles, vultures, buzzards, kites, falcons, blackbirds, ostriches, nighthawks, seagulls, hawks, uh, owls, pelicans, storks, or bats. I don't know why you would want to eat a bat, but anyway, some people eat that stuff. Don't eat that stuff, right? I mean, that's, you know, this whole coronavirus and all that, people eat crazy stuff and people are mixing stuff. People have these mixtures and then they get sick and then they go, oh, look at what God did. Why did God allow this disease to come? No, God, God gave us instructions. People don't, we don't listen to the instructions. Insects. He says, do not eat insects that have wings or crawl. And don't eat insects that have legs with joints above their feet so they can jump. And then there's a bunch of insects that the Bible says that you can't eat. So in that chapter, bottom line is, go back and read Leviticus chapter 11. In that chapter, there's a lot of clarity around what to eat, what not to eat. Now, you may be thinking, whoa, 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 hold on, Brother Pena. What's up? Wait a minute. Didn't you just tell me that we're in the New Testament, not the Old Testament? Didn't you just tell me that the Old Testament doesn't apply to me? Yes, I did. But let me explain. Hold on for a minute. Let me explain. In one sense, I got it. You're not old covenant. You're not under the, and I am, I'm clear that I'm, I'm not saying you're, you're cursed if you eat any of this stuff, because I eat some of this stuff too. Right. And so, so, uh, I'm not telling you that you're cursed. Right. But what I am saying is that, yeah, you're under the new covenant and there's no curse associated with none of this stuff because you're under the new covenant. I got it. But here's some points. Let me just clarify some things. The new covenant was ratified by Jesus. Got it. The new covenant is a spiritual covenant. Got it? The guidance provided in Leviticus 11 is practical guidance on having a good diet. Now, the body that people had in the Old Testament, Old Covenant, right? When things change, Old Covenant, New Covenant, things change spiritually, but your body didn't change. So the body that people had in the Old Covenant is the same body that we have in the New Covenant. That's it. It's the same body. So if something was not good, for the physical body in the Old Testament, duh, that same thing is not good for your physical body under the New Testament. Now, I'm not saying that you're cursed. I'm not saying, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that if something wasn't good back then, it's not good now. So don't get so spiritually minded, so heavenly minded that you can't receive earthly counsel 
even from the Bible. God told his people what to eat and what not to eat so that they could be healthy, so that they could live out their divine assignments during the short time that God has given us on this planet. And that counsel still stands today. So as I close out this first point, let me just give you some quick things as I close it out. You ready? Listen, look at me. You only get one body. That's it. God sent you to this planet to accomplish his kingdom plans and purposes. God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. God deposits his purpose inside of you. All of those things you've heard. You've heard me say this like umpteen times. Many believers though, cut their lives short. Why? Because they failed to honor the one physical body that God gave them. Diet and exercise matter. And so if you want to level up, oh girl, I'm leveling up. Boy, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, I'm leveling up this year, 22. Okay, cool. Then level up in every area and level up in this area too. If you want to level up in 2021, you should level up as it relates to diet, as it relates to exercise, as it relates to maintaining your physical body. God can give you wisdom and then God can give you through the Holy Spirit power to overcome the urges for things that, that maybe are not good for you. You know they're not good for you, but you, you have these urges. Why? Because you've built up bad habits. And so if you have bad eating habits and you don't have good exercise habits, the Holy Spirit can help you with all of that. The Holy Spirit, spiritual, can help you maintain your physical body. Say amen to that. All right, number two. Now I'm gonna get spiritual on number two. And I only have two points for today. So the second point is important as well resisting sickness in faith, that matters too. So yet maintaining your physical body, diet and exercise, that matters. But guess what? Resisting sickness in faith, that matters too. Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You need to, you need to meditate and medicate on God's word day and night. You got to feed yourself the word of God and feed yourself the word of God as it relates to healing. There are many scriptures in the Bible that deal with healing. So meditate on those scriptures. If your body is under attack, resist it. If your body is under attack, feed yourself with the word of God. If your body is under attack, that's not the time for you to be watching soap operas. If your body is under attack, meditate, medicate on the word. Get the word of God through your eye gate. Get it down in your heart. Get the word of God through your ear gate. Get it down in your heart. Speak the word only. This is, you got to meditate on the word and you got to stand in faith on the word of God and resist it. When things come, because things will come, you don't have to accept it. The world will give you facts, but the word of God gives you truth. Let me say that again. The world will give you facts, but the word of God gives you truth. Doctors, medical professionals. My wife is a medical professional. I appreciate medical professionals. Many of them, some of them are spirit filled. Those people, they're going to give you facts. And, and, and so you have it like a real report, a diagnosis. You'll have it in your hand. You got a report in your hand. These are facts. I'm not saying they're not facts, but the word of God can give you truth. The facts may say that you're sick. The facts may be clear. I'm not saying Listen, let me say something about this. Let me clarify something. The Bible says that we serve a God who calls those things which be not as though they were. You know what he doesn't do? Call those things that are as though they are not. So if you come to me and say, oh man, you're sick, but we're, oh no, I'm not sick. What? No, I'm saying right now your body's under attack, but I'm, no, I'm not sick. That's not faith, dude. Let me, let me clarify something. The Bible doesn't say call those things that are as though they're not. If you're not sick, then you don't need healing. I, so, so no, what you say is my, yes, 
I have a report. Matter of fact, this is going to be a great testimony. Here's a report. Remember the whole thing with Joshua? Here's the x-ray. So here's a report. It's real. This happened. The doctor said it. I have a report, but I got another report from the scriptures. And so now I have a report from the doctor. I have a report from the scriptures. The Holy Ghost is saying, whose report are you going to believe? Well, we shall believe the report of the Lord. And so now, yes, no, I'm going to call those things that be not as though they were not those things that are as though they are not. Yes, my body's under attack. Yes, I did come up with sickness. Yes, the doctor did say this. I was diagnosed with X, Y, and Z. Matter of fact, I got the medical records to, to, to prove it. But glory to God, God healed me. I stood on the word. I resisted it. I believe what God believed about me. I said and I decreed what God has already declared. I stood in faith. I understood the facts. I, I also received the truth. And so if there's ever a conflict between what the doctor is saying and between what God is saying, if there's ever a conflict between those two, you have to pick God every time. As a born again believer, you have to believe the report of the Lord. See, some Christians, they allow their faith to fade as soon as they get a doctor's report. They allow their faith to fade as soon as they get something on paper. As soon as they get something on paper, they go, oh Lord, have and so they allow their faith to fade. No, Okay, fine. I have a real report. This is real. It's real bad, babe. It's, it's serious. It's not a joke. It's for real. Okay, now we know what we got to pray for. Now we know what we got to believe for. I am going to resist this. My body is under attack, but I'm resisting it. I'm standing in faith. I'm not accepting it. I'm in a faith fight. If you're in a faith fight, then doggone it, you better fight. You better you better meditate and meditate on this word and do it day and night. So I need to encourage someone right now who may be watching. Maybe you're watching now live or maybe you're watching this later. Maybe you're watching this years from now. If your body is under attack, I want to encourage you. You can stand on the word of God. You can resist it. You don't have to accept it. Don't give up now. Don't allow fear or doubt or unbelief to cause you to have a faith failure. Matter of fact, let me tell you something. Don't even listen to friends or family members that are saying anything contrary to the word of God. If you have people in your ear, friends or family members, people that love you, people that have good hearts, but they're saying stuff that's not faith. Sorry. Now is not the time. I love you. I appreciate you, but you got to go. If you're in a hospital, these people come visit you. I appreciate you, but I would rather you not come right now. Close that door. Put on the word of God. Feed it to your, your spirit. Put on the word. Let it play while you're sleeping. Get the word down in your heart. Listen, it's a faith fight. When you're in a faith fight, you can't, you don't have time to mess around. You got to surround yourself with people of like precious faith, people that are going to build you up and not tear you down, people that are going to be in the fight with you, people that are going to believe God. But listen, healing has already been provided, but you have to, you have to lay hold of it with your faith. You can resist sickness. You can resist disease and it's your responsibility to do it. You know why? Because it's your body. It's your body. So God is looking for your faith. What are one of the things that you could do to maintain your body? You got to be in faith. You got to be in faith when the doctor says something. You got to be in faith when the world is saying something. You got to be in faith when your body is saying something. When your body is telling you and it's hurting and it's in pain and the Holy Spirit is saying something else, you have to be in faith. Yes, I appreciate everybody else, but it's your body, it's your responsibility. You have to resist it. Say amen to that. You can live long and strong. Diet and exercise matter. Faith matters. You got it? That's how you protect your body. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for sending me to this planet for your divine purpose. I have an assignment. That assignment came from you. And I am determined 
to complete it before I die. I am a spirit. I possess a soul. And my spirit and my soul live in the one body you gave me. So I honor this body. I will shield it and protect it. I will eat the right things. I control my appetite. I exercise regularly. I make an investment in the body you gave me so I can live long and strong. If sickness and disease touch my body, I stand in faith. I resist it. I refuse to accept it. I believe what you believe about me. I speak the word only over my body. Living this way, I will arrive at your overall expected end for my life. I level up this year in every area. I walk in divine healing and also divine health. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Don't you want my notes? Go to todaysword.org. You'll get my notes for free. Click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, so be determined, be determined to maintain this physical body. Be determined to be a good steward over it, right? Be a good steward over it. Don't, don't allow anything Don't just accept everything that the world says. Don't just accept everything that the doctor says. Whose report are you going to believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. I love you. God loves you too. Do me two things, two favors. Number one, if this message has been a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat and I'm gonna go back and check those comments. And then number two, share this message right now. Share it on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.